been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. It's September 7th, 2020, and this is episode five. I'm your host, Gene, and we got a great show for you guys today. Uh, we'll be announcing last week's giveaway winner, and we have a new sponsor today. And uh, also, we will be discussing t- which holiday we love spending at Walt Disney World and why. But uh, before that, let's uh, get into the Disney Underground roll call. So with us today, we have Eric. Hey, guys, what's up? And we got Dan and Stephanie. Hi! Hi! Ho! 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 Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's that's gonna that's gonna be every week, huh? Foreshadowing. <laughs> and then we got Randy. How's it going, Randy? Hi, guys. And then we got Bridget. Hey, meow. So uh, I want to thank you guys for being here today. I'm really curious about everybody's holidays at Disney World experience. I have a feeling Dan and Stephanie might have different answers. <laughs> we do. So. We're kind of like uh, Donnie and Marie, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit rock and roll or same with the holidays awesome so before we get into the uh the topic talk and everything else let's handle a little bit of business first uh we need to tell you guys about this week's sponsor this week's episode of the disney underground is brought to you by mountains over main street mountains over main street ears have the sweetest magical touches one of a kind is their specialty if you can dream it they can do it they welcome all custom orders and also collaborations and right now you can use their code dis15 to save 15 percent on everything from their shop from today, September 7th, until September 21st, 2020. All right, so make sure you check them out on Instagram. It's going to be at Mountains Over Main Street. You can also find them on Etsy at www.etsy.com slash shop slash Mountain Over Main Street, but the mountain is MTNS. So we're looking at M-T-N-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-I-N-S-T-R-E-E-T. Okay, and stick around because we will be talking to Brittany from Mountains Over Main Street a little later on in the episode. And that also now brings us to the trivia giveaway of the week. This this week's giveaway prize is a pair of Disney themed ears from Mountains Over Main Street. They're really cool. They actually have a small world inspiration. So you'll, uh, when you see them, you're going to, you're going to know exactly what ride they have a theming of. Um, and they're going to be perfect for your next Disney trip. And if you actually like me and Dan, you'll probably just wear them around the house like we do, right, Dan? <laughs> exactly. So, Eric, why don't you explain the rules for this week's giveaway? All right. So the first thing you need to make sure you are following our Instagram page. And our Instagram page is at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. Hopefully you're a good speller and you know how to spell magical and lifestyle. But again, that's at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. So once you follow our Instagram page, you're going to send us a DM with the trivia question answer. If you're a little bit older and you don't know what DM means, it means direct message. So you're going (laughs) to message the Instagram page. The correct answer enters you into the drawing with a chance to win the prize. So one lucky winner will be selected from all contestants with the correct answer. The winner will be announced on next week's episode, which will be uploaded on September 7th. You can answer from right now until Thursday, September 10th, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Good luck. And so uh, with the question, Dan and Stephanie, what's, what's this week's question? You got the trivia question, right? All right, Stephanie, tell them this week's trivia question. <laughs> well, on last Wednesday's episode, which was uploaded on September 2nd, Angelique gave her top five Walt Disney World snacks. What was Angelique's number two snack? Mm, Number two (laughs) snack. The winner will be announced (laughs) on next week's episode, which will be uploaded on Monday, September 14th. Actually, and and that brings us to last week's winner. He had the correct answer, which was Festival of the Lion King. The ears by Kayla Keychain and the two child-sized face masks is Nicole Davis. So congratulations, Nicole. We'll be reaching out to you on Instagram to get your shipping info. You're going to love them. I mean, they're, they're for children. Children, they're not going to fit us, but they're really cool. The ones like Mickey. We could try. You could, yeah, you could try. Yeah. And you win the, uh, the keychain by ears. By Bring Kayla. back the crop top. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now let's uh, let's kick it to Randy for the Disney TV and Movie Minute. 
Okay, coming to Disney Plus this Friday, September 11th, we have One Day at Disney, episode 141, featuring Amanda Lauder, who's the chef chocolatier for the Ganachery in Disney Springs. And lastly, we have Christopher Robin, starring Ewan McGregor. Finally bringing it to Disney Plus, and that's really all they have this week, no. right? Everyone's been trying to catch up, I guess, with Mulan, because it's like two things. It's like, it's mm-hmm. a really weak week. Yeah, definitely. Week, we'll week. all be watching Mulan. Yep. Yeah, right? Maybe like by the third what's on by then i mean you know one day at disney is always a, is a really good watch too so i mean you could watch those i don't know if you guys watch them at all but that's always um, i love all that background stuff I, yeah. I also was a super fan of christopher robin i'm yours i'm not a big Ewan mcgregor fan so for me it was what? i think i it was a kind of i'm not a really big Ewan mcgregor fan yeah, we know i was just gonna say i haven't seen the movie but i'm a huge Ewan mcgregor fan so i want to see it yeah he's not that great but anyway he's in star wars as well. <laughs> that's all. Right, well, zach efron right well, well, he's. I see. The thing is, Zach Efron's probably a six. Ewan McGregor's probably like a, a five. I think oh, the jealousy oh, thing. Mean. Yeah. So quick with the numbers. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just saying. I have a whole. Threatened. I have a whole book about yes, it. Yes, so. that's it. That's it. <laughs> They're just yeah. too attractive. Yep. But having They're said too that, talented. it's it is a boring week for Disney Plus this week. I just just the two things. Um, I will probably almost definitely check out Christopher Robin just because it is a good movie. Who's the, who plays Eeyore again? Oh, Brad Garrett from from uh, Everybody oh, Loves yeah. Raymond. I'm probably gonna watch for Brad Garrett more than Ewan McGregor. <laughs> he's a ten. He's a he's an eleven. <laughs> Oh he plays so many. You know what? You know nobody thinks about it, but he plays a lot of Disney voices, man. He's he been does. in a lot of Disney movies. He played Gaston, um, Gusteau in Remy in Ratatouille. I mean, he was. Um, That's right. Yeah, he was in a, he's in a lot of Disney movies. I don't think anybody. Right. Yeah, he's got a really good voice. Got a future. <laughs> oh, that kid's got Stephanie. a future. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, that brings us to our Diz News, which I think I still need to work on getting us a little like sound effect for Diz News. We said that last week, but I think by next week, I think we got to do something. Like a little jingle jangle. Yeah, like a jingle jangle. So anyway, Randy, why don't you hit us with some Disney news first? Okay, so uh, some exciting things. Cinderella's Royal Table and Hollywood Vine have reopening dates. Cinderella's Royal Table will be reopening on September 24th, but unfortunately, none of the princesses will be in attendance. And on September 25th, Hollywood and Vine will be reopening, and while Mickey and friends will still be there, they will only be available to pose for socially distanced photos. Reservations for both venues become available on September 11th. In other dining news, guests on Tavern will reopen on September 4th, which is pretty exciting. I kind of feel like what's the point of opening Cinderella's Royal Table if princesses aren't going to be there? Yeah. Right? I mean, like, I mean, why else? The food's not bad, but I mean, you can get just as good a meal as anywhere else. Why else go there? Yeah, I celebrated my 16th birthday there, actually, and the princesses made it like 10 times better. So it's going to be bad that they're not there, but you know, they got to do what they got to do. No. I, I get not having them there. I, I completely on I'm completely on board with that. It's why open it in the first place. Like open another place that people can, yeah. can go to. Okay. I mean, it's cool that they're still gonna have characters um, at Hollywood and Vine. You know, obviously they're gonna do social distancing there as well. But at least they'll be there. You know, you can at least some kind of like. It's, I mean, you can still kind of get like photos with them a little bit. I mean, it'll look like it's Photoshop because they'll be like ten feet behind you. But yeah. I mean, you can, <laughs> you can still do something. You know, and but Gaston's Tavern's a pretty cool open. They got they got that Cinnabon roll there. They got the Lafou brew, so they got some cool stuff. So it's good to see. Oh, Lafou brew, I like yeah, that. It's, yeah, it's good. You ever have it? It's like uh, I apple haven't slushy. had that. But I've been to that place, but I haven't had the Lafou brew. That's cute. I love that place. So let's uh, kick it over to Dan and Stephanie. What do you guys got? Well, some news for the Halloween season at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Available at Sleepy Hollow, the Madame Leota Sipper. That is so cool. I'm a sucker for the sippers. I know. Have you seen the um, yes. a sucker for the sippers? Yeah. Oh, have you it's, seen- a, it's really cool looking. I think you actually posted something about it, didn't you? I did. Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I love Madame Leota. There's a there's an Instagram filter where you can put your voice on Madame Leota. I didn't catch the voice because I had my volume down. I didn't even catch it. Yeah, but everybody thought that it was Madame Leota's voice. Dan thought it was. I didn't know. Like, it was no, her. it's me. I go, yeah, that's great. What's so cool about? But yeah, it? But so you can <laughs> talk to your friend with you know, and your head's in the ball. Hours cool. of entertainment. Okay. At Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe will be the Mickey Monster Mash Burger making its 2018 return. This delicious burger is served with monster cheese, tater tots 
bacon, and sriracha aioli. And starting from September 15th to October 31st, guests of all ages will be allowed to wear costumes. Costumes will only be allowed at Magic Kingdom Park, and you can check the Disney website for specific rules regarding costumes. It's a big change. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty great. Like you used to be only, I think only 13 and younger could wear yeah. costumes before. Yeah. Now yeah, it's, it's a free for all. And where's the fun in that? But like, yeah, that's good. I mean, I, I think you're not allowed to wear masks, though. I think that's like, there's a couple of rules. I think yeah. yeah so Hold there's on. a couple things like that a big step i think they're trying to like maybe even because it's, they're not gonna be able to do certain things that they could do before with the mickey's not so scary halloween party that maybe they're just trying to open up some other ideas to make it more entertaining and more appealing to people but yeah that makes sense i think it's a good idea because i mean anyone who loves disney like we're all big kids at heart and we all want to dress up well i think the reason correct me if i'm wrong i think the reason they used to not allow adults to wear the costumes was because from what I always heard was that they would be afraid that someone would mistake somebody as a princess or a prince and like, yeah, they weren't yeah. Yeah, for a cast member. And if they were not the acting like, yeah, the, if their behavior hard. wasn't up to snuff as yes. far as Disney is concerned, it could be a bad, it could be, you know, a bad look. So I think from my, that's what yeah. I was always told. I don't know how true that is or not, but right, so what else we got? All right. The next one is Turtle Talk with Crush, which was up until recently expected to reopen soon, is now expected to be shut down for the remainder of 2020. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Crush is closed. Crush is closed. Uh, I'm not going to miss it. I think I've done it like once in my whole life, Turtle Talk. Yeah. Actually. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, originally slated to open in Disneyland 2022, has now been pushed back to 2023 due to construction being slowed down due to COVID-19. This is kind of a big blow, I feel, for Disneyland, who is dealing with their own sorrow you know, with opening already. So this was kind of a big one, I think. Yeah, oh, it would have been great too because they're going to need a nice little, I mean, I guess when they reopen, they'll have their own jolt, but like that would have been a nice thing to be closer to the opening to have something because I mean, everyone's looking forward to it after such a huge success in, in Disney World, Florida. Just, I know people are really looking forward to it out on the West Coast and it's, you know, we'll have to wait a little bit longer, but. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. What about you, Eric? What do you got? All right, so if you have been listening to previous episodes, you know this is my favorite time of year. Freeform's 31 Nights of Halloween lineup has been announced, and apparently Hocus Pocus will air 27,000 times over the 31 days of October. Not really, but I'm sure it will be airing a lot, and I can't wait because it's my favorite. Some other films included in this year's lineup are Corpse Bride, Casper, Hotel Transylvania, Beetlejuice, both original Ghostbuster films, Sleepy Hollow, and many, many more. And there's even a really cool special called Decorating Disney Halloween Magic, and it's a look at how they make the parks look amazing for the Halloween season. So if this is something that is interesting to you, there's going to be a full list of all the films included this season where you could check them out at the website, www.freeform.com. Pretty cool stuff, and I'm so excited to start the spooky season now. But, you know, I guess I'll wait for Freeform 2 to watch some of the films, and it's going to be just amazing. I literally think that I'm the missing Sanderson sister, but I think I'm a little bit prettier. I think I'm a little bit prettier, but, you know, I'm, I'm the missing Sanderson sister after they suck the lives out of the children, when they're nice and youthful. <laughs> it is a classic it's actually really I've, it's, it's one of those halloween movie. movies you could watch any time of year and not even feel like it's out of place yeah and going to salem to like see a bunch of the shots where they filmed i literally watch you know the hill like after they leave school and hocus pocus they like put a huge big screen projector in salem and he just sat on that hill where they filmed it watching the movie with a bunch of other like hocus pocus fans it was this was a couple years ago i don't know because of COVID if they're gonna do it but it was so cool and like just going on a tour and doing everything it it was great oh my gosh i have chills twice for halloween and i was supposed to do a bachelorette party this year in salem because she loves halloween but that's Mm. obviously canceled you know, only cool. the football players that win the Super Bowl to say I'm going to Salem <laughs> would be awesome. <laughs> going to Salem. Hey, mom, I'm going to Salem. That's <laughs> been that's yeah. Salem's been my bucket list to do in the fall for the longest, and every year I always feel like, oh, I'm going to get there because it's not like it's that far for us. You know, we're only yeah. like, you know. Yeah, it's not that far. Yeah, it's not too bad. And Salem just- and um, New Orleans. 
Oh yeah, New Orleans is if there's, like, if there's a city in the United States that I want to live in, it's New Orleans. I would love I just everything about New Orleans. I know Eric's been there a few times too. And that's another city that's like Salem where it's got like just old school yeah. kind of like old Yeah, they have ghost tours and, stuff, and so. yeah, it's supposed to be so bomb. I, I celebrated my thirtieth birthday there last year and I got my foot ran over by a horse and buggy and my toenail picked <laughs> up and it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I can't wait to go now. It's so awesome. Yeah, it's a story. It's a story. Did you hear what Eric had to say? Eric, who's Eric? You know the guy that had the toenail injury. <laughs> yeah, that's one of something ironic too. Actually, to actually right now, currently as we speak, Shakti also from the podcast is actually in New Orleans right now. Her and her daughter just flew in there this morning. Um, so they're actually spending, this is their first night over in, in uh, New Orleans. So they're actually witnessing it firsthand, what we're talking about right now. So hopefully their feet are safe. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously things happen. So it's their toenails. <laughs> Watch those toenails. Back to Hocus Pocus. You know what's really awesome about Hocus Pocus is I feel like every year that goes by, it gets more and more popular. Like I remember when it first came out, I don't think there was really that much of a buzz for it. It wasn't until like 10 years later that mm-hmm. it just caught fire. And now every year it's bigger. 20, even bigger. 20 years later. I think it came out in 1993, right? Something like that, 93, 94. I feel like it only became really popular once Spirit Halloween has been selling their merchandise. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. A side note, because I know, uh, you know, a lot about Hocus Pocus. I met Kathy Nanjimi, who is Mary, and I like helped her. Oh, up, so cool. I helped her set up her booth for uh, DragCon one time, and she like signed a Hocus Pocus poster for me, and she was just so nice. But mm-hmm. that movie definitely has gotten like really popular. And like a part yeah, of me it has like a cult following. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm happy that people appreciate it, even though it took them a while, but I'm happy that it's getting the recognition it deserves. Yeah. It seems Spirit is actually highlighting it even more this year with their display. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I feel like it gets bigger every year. And it's, I mean, and it's a good movie. It's, you know, so why shouldn't it, you know? Absolutely. It makes Halloween, it's just a fun Halloween movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bridge, what do you got? All right, so the news continues. Uh, the Mandalorian season two release date has finally been announced, and I am super excited. So the Mandalorian will be returning to Disney Plus on October 30th, the day before Halloween. And joining the cast this season will be Rosario Dawson and Timothy Oliphant. Did I say that right? If I butcher any names, just just call me up. No, you said his name right, but uh, but, shame, okay, but shame on you for not knowing Timothy Oliphant. Um, like, I only know fictional characters. He's I only nine. follow fiction people. Oh. I don't follow real people. Unless it's you and McGuire or, or Zach. I um, have a t-shirt with Timothy Oliphant's picture on it, and it says, Timothy Oliphant, way better than Zach Efron. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure you do. Wear it next, wear it next week. You should. Wear it next week. <laughs> Giancarlo Esposito will be returning to his role as Moff Gideon in his search for the child. And Esposito has teased that there may be some lightsaber battles this season. And I am very excited for that. I have my own lightsaber ready to go. I'll tell you what would be awesome. If they could play the whole season, like in the one day so we could binge watch it. Because Disney Plus doesn't do it where you could watch the whole yeah. season once. Like if they're gonna, I, it, I love binging television, but it's not as memorable. You don't savor it. You just like plow through it's it. True. And that is true. Go on, move on to the next show. That, yeah, there's a couple of shows that were ruined for me that way too. You're forced to savor it every week and talk about that week's episode with your friends and family. And you have to like really like reflect on what you've watched. So as much as I hate having to wait for the next week's episode, I think that Disney played it smart by doing a weekly release. And it's really good with the ending of the episodes too to really work with you waiting because it really leaves you. Hanging. Yeah, I, it's a, I, I like the fact that they're adding um, like Rosario Dawson. She's really good. Uh, Timothy Oliphant's really good. I'm glad that they're actually expanding on on the cast and bringing in other like really good actors and actresses. It just shows you how how big the show really could even is and how it could get even bigger because I mean just look at the body of work with with those two actors they just added this season. That's tremendous so um i'm excited to see what kind of roles they're going to play so you know and, and again and and giancarlo esposito has been in a million things from breaking bad to do the right thing yeah. to, i mean like he's been in so many things and he's i feel like he's one of those actors that you don't realize you're like oh that you know giancarlo esposito who's that and then you say he was he was gus fring in um in, in breaking bad and you're like oh okay and then everybody then you recognize okay everyone would know his face yeah everyone sure. i feel like one of those actors everybody knows his face but like he's, everybody just like forgets his name and it's but he's a really good actor and he's been around forever has Favreau ever said anything about like what the expectation is on the Mandalorian for 
I, I haven't heard. Of, I know he had, I, you know, and shame on me, I haven't watched it. I know they did that, like, kind of like a behind the scenes of the Mandalorian season they had not that long ago on Disney Plus. So I'm sure it's still available on Disney Plus. So he may touch on it on that. I haven't seen it yet. I'll probably watch it leading up to the season two just to kind of get into the Mandalorian groove. But yeah, I, I haven't heard anything that, that he specifically said. I mean, he's done a great job with it. We said last week that Favreau, for the work he's done with the Mandalorian and the Marvel Universe, like, he really should be like in the Disney Hall of Fame. Like, for someone that had a huge career before pre Disney, then yeah. to come to Disney and he's it's almost like a totally like again he's his body of work spoke for itself before Disney he just kicked it up 20 notches the production and the directing and yeah really cool stuff who better than 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 Favreau he's really I mean last season I thought was just really just well put well put together you know like you said every episode had you just like waiting for the next episode um yeah just well done so what else Bridge all right so last up production is set to begin this November for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness so filming was originally set to start in spring of 2020 but was delayed again due to COVID-19 and Sammy Braimi is set to direct Talking Over for Scott Derrickson who directed the first Doctor Strange film. It appears filming will take place at UK's Pinewood Studios. Disney does a lot of work with Pinewood. I know. I feel like they do all their work at Pinewood. Yeah, I keep like hearing like Pinewood Studios in the UK. Every time you hear um, that they're filming something, it's at Pinewood. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm a huge Doctor Strange fan. I'm big, big fan of that movie, that first movie. He's a completely different character than most of the other Marvel characters. Like, he's just so different. Yeah. You know, he, he, it's not like he has like super strength or anything. It's just, but it's, it's all like mm-hmm. mind and soul and body kind of stuff, you know? So it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's refreshing. Yeah, it's, it's a different take. And I guess you need that too when you have so many different characters you're, you know you're trying to bring to life you know yeah so okay and that brings it to me we got the reopening of disney's polynesian village resort has officially been pushed back to summer of 2021 currently disney's vacation club units at the polynesian are currently open but while the main resort is closed disney will start the refurbishment and that is including adding some theming that will be inspired by the film moana so they're going to actually change it up a little bit which i mean moana is polynesian theme so i don't know how much changing they're going to do i guess maybe add some characters around the resort a little bit and, and uh stuff like that and then actually, we do have a happy birthday shout out to Joe Rody, biggest brains behind Animal Kingdom and just so many different things in the park. He's turned 65 on September 10th. So we want to um, send him a big happy birthday shout out. And also too, he always, every year always has asked friends and family, if you're going to send him anything, always donate to a conservation cause. And this year he's actually asking to specifically send to NAPSA, it's N-A-P-S-A, the North American Primate Society Alliance. And the donations that will be going to help relocate 30 chimpanzees at the Wildlife Way Station in California this coming year. So that's something that he's really passionate about. And I don't know if there's a more passionate Imagineer that works for Disney. I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with Joe Rody, but he's like, he's, he's right up there with Bill Gurr and uh, Marty Sklar. I mean, he's just one of the old time greats. So we just want to say happy birthday to him. He turned 65 again on September 10th. And then we have a friend joining us, and that's going to be Brittany from Mountains Over Main Street. So let's welcome her to the show. Hi, how are you doing? I'm great. We're doing good. We're glad to have you on the episode as a sponsor and to just kind of uh, pick your brain about the ears and what you got going on over at Mountains at Main Street. So yeah, like where did your Disney love come from? I guess let's first um, talk about you as, as, the, as the Disney fanatic. Where did your love for Disney come from? Uh, I grew up um, in Florida until I was about four years old, and my grandparents took me every other week. So since I was a tiny little thing, Disney has been part of my life, and I just try to keep that magic going for as long as humanly possible. It's, it's one of those things I think you get to stay a kid with. Even when you got to be yeah. an adult about 95% of the other things that goes on in your life, there's that 5%, at least that 5% that could still stay Disney child, you know? Yes. And it's just a, it's a great thing for us all to have this Disney fans, you know? I wish more yeah. people would be Disney fans. The world would be a lot better of a place. It would be much, much happier. Yes, absolutely. Right? What is on your Disney bucket list? What, ha- what is there about Disney that you haven't done yet that you're dying to try? <sighs> I want to see every castle in the world. Like I want to, I want to visit every Disney castle and Club 33. I mean, I think that's like on every Disney lover's bucket list. I got to check one off in December when we went. I was the Grand Marshal of the Three O'clock Parade. Oh wow, that's awesome! On Disney's birthday, so that it was is like super magical. That is definitely awesome. And so, and just, you know, Club Thirty Three is funny. You should say that Club Thirty Three. We actually did an episode not that long ago where we talked about a Disney bucket list. Mm-hmm. That was my Disney bucket list too. Is Club Thirty Three? It's I mean, like my dream to be able to go out to the Disney, yeah. you know, Disneyland, the original Club Thirty Three. Yes. I and and we joked. I don't even care what they they could feed me. You know. <laughs> a grilled cheese sandwich. Just to say I can I have eaten at the place that Walter Disney, Walt Disney used to dine at, um, would be like an absolute dream. What castles have you seen so far then? 
I have seen, uh, I've seen East Coast and West Coast. So I've been to Disneyland once and I go to Walt Disney World about every year and a half. So that's awesome. But I have so many more to go. I, I'm dying to see Shanghai. I'm dying to see Tokyo. Yes. I have, you know, those are on my bucket list. I haven't gotten there yet, but those will be hopefully soon. Yeah. So. Shanghai is probably like my number one bucket list right now. I, it's just, it's so amazing. It's so awesome. Just a different type of Disney park. It looks so cool. Yeah. So where did the inspiration for the ears come from? Like what made you say, hey, you know what? This could be something that I can get behind and maybe start a business with. Where did it come from? Um, so every time that we have gone to Disney, we are huge Disney bounders. We have coordinated outfits all of the time. And I always made our, our ears. Um, I've made ears for family members, friends, friends of friends, people I know for years. And our last trip, I got stopped. I couldn't walk, you know, 50 feet. And somebody would ask me where I got my ears. And I was like, well, I made them. And everybody's like, do you have a shop? Do you have a shop? Do you have a shop? Cast members, guests, you know, just everybody. So I was like, you know what? Maybe this is something I should do. So uh, January 1st, I opened up my shop, Mountains Over Main Street. And it's been awesome, really. I mean, I've had so much fun with it. It's so much fun to be able to create and uh, you know, make these magical items that you can't find anywhere else. It's like you're. It's like you get to be an artist and still have that love for Disney, and you're contributing to other people's memories and trips. Like you know, they're gonna buy a pair of ears from you, so they can basically go to Disney World and and create memories with in those ears. So like yes. it's almost those ears, those ears that you sell them, they live on forever, really, in their photos and in their memories. It's really cool. Yes, I love it. It's being able to see something that I've created on somebody else in the parks is just, it's mind blowing for me. It'll never not like give me chills. I just, I love it. It's so cool. I was about, to, and I was, that was actually my next question is what happens when you see somebody in the park? Have you ever like seen anybody in the parks with your ears? And, and if you have, do you run up to them and be like, I did that? I've not physically in the parks yet because I've not made a trip. Uh, back to the parks uh, since I started my business. But I have seen pictures of them on Instagram in the parks and it just blows my mind. It's, That's so cool. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, it's, can you imagine like the next time you're in the park and you happen to be standing online at, I don't know, Casey's Corner or a ride or something, and then all of a sudden someone yeah. in front of you is wearing the ears that you literally made <laughs> maybe two months prior. How cool is that, is that experience? I, I would, I would probably cry. <laughs> and if we're past this whole social distancing thing, ask for a hug because I mean, I like, had seeing seeing my work on somebody else like that would just like be totally mind blowing to me. And you have really just, your, your ears are so awesome. It's almost like you have a kind of different spin on it and really cool stuff and really, Thank really you. pretty stuff. In fact, the giveaway is the one that's the, it's kind of like a, uh, a small world themed. Yes. Uh, the ears that, that we have, with, those are going to be part of the giveaway this week. So awesome. there'll be a lucky winner that will get those. And I, I know they're going to love them. What was your favorite ears that you've made so far that you're like, that's that's my work of art. That's my, you know, to the point where you almost didn't even want to sell it. You wanted, you wanted to keep it. Oh my goodness. I would have to say my Pandora ears. I made a pair and they sold very, very quickly to a uh, former DCP cast member. And it was so hard for me to let them go. They're probably my favorite. They've got fluorescent greenery and, you know, flowers and stuff and orchids. And they're just so beautiful. And I cannot wait to see somebody wearing them in Pandora at night when they can light up. Uh, I shouldn't say light up. They're uh, black light reactive. And I'm just dying to see them. But it broke my heart to let them go. I've got enough to make like three or four more pairs. And I'm totally keeping a pair for myself. <laughs> so, And you do a lot of custom stuff too, right? Yes. Almost everything that I do is going to be one of a kind. I only make one of each style kind of as they come to me. But I thrive on customs. I made a custom pair of Rapunzel ears recently that were just so much fun to make and like I said just custom stuff I want everything I do to be unique and one of a kind and I do a lot of rhinestone work and a lot of you know bedazzling on my stuff so it's always going to be a little bit different just because of that but I love custom work one of a kinds and custom is like right up my alley. And you know, too, is, is again, like that's, it's just your creativity shining through. And that's, that's what makes it, it's what makes it awesome because it's not just like something mass produced. You're putting your blood, sweat, tears, and your, your love into, into actually making each pair. And that's really cool. Yes, you know? Thank you. It's, and, I, and they're like, they're just gorgeous and you just do a great job with them. You know, thank you. You have anything that you're, you have any future plans for mountains over main street? Like you, you see where, where else you might get, kind of get into? Is there something that you're kind of thinking about that you can let us in on or? Um, there's, there's a few things kind of I'm working on coming down the pipeline. I, 
uh, am about to make a Christmas ornament set. At our last trip, I actually took Christmas ornaments to the characters and gifted the characters their own special Christmas ornaments, which was completely amazing and totally fun. And everybody should gift a character at least once because the reactions are amazing. But I'm going to make an entire princess line of Christmas ornaments and there will be two sets and only two sets. So those will be out around the beginning of December, but they are so much again so much fun to make i love making them um I'm, i make bows my newest product though is mini mini ears they are clip-in main designed for smaller kids between the ages of like three and eight i mean with any hairstyle they clip in they'll survive a meltdown they'll survive you know, a ride kids that are like wearing headbands this is for them I, I know how much work you put into these into these ears mm-hmm. how long do they take to how long does it take you like in an actual like hands-on time to make these ears yeah so from uh from cutting out bases and fabric, I do everything by hand. I have no machines. Everything is by hand. It can take, depending on how simple the design is, anywhere from two hours for a pair all the way up to five or six, depending on how much uh, rhinestoning is going on. I have a pair of uh, velvet ears that have individually set champagne flatback pearls, and there are over 150 handset pearls. So it took me probably five and a half hours to get wow. all, of them, all of them set. So people need to understand that. that that's, I, and that's why yeah. I wanted to ask you that because people need to understand the, I mean, the amount of work that goes into, into these years for you to make this beautiful work of art for these you know, people to, to wear in the, in the parks. And it's, um, yeah. you know, kudos to you for really doing a great job on it. You know? Thank you. Thank so you. we got a couple of rapid fire questions. Some Disney right. rapid fire questions. You ready? Go. Favorite park? Epcot. Favorite Disney film? Tangled. Favorite Disney princess? Rapunzel. <laughs> Favorite Disney snack? Ooh, Dole Whip float. Oh, and you went float. Usually people yeah. just say Dole Whip. I like the float no, too. Dole Whip nice. float has to be the float. And last but not least, favorite Disney villain? I love the evil queen, but man, Scar. Gotta yeah. be Scar. Cool. <laughs> so Brittany, we want to thank you so much for joining us this week and for being a sponsor on the episode this week. Why don't you real quick, just let everybody know where they can find you again. All right. You can find me at Mountains Over Main Street on Facebook and Instagram and Etsy. Check it out. I also have a discount code for all the listeners today. Um, it is DIS, D-I-S, 1-5. So you guys go on to Etsy, punch that in, you'll get 15% off your entire order. There you go, guys. Definitely check it out. You're going to want to fill up a shopping cart. I assure you, you're going to love these ears. They're definitely unique. And you see, you just heard firsthand how what the work goes into making these things. So you know she's, she's definitely putting that effort in. And again, we want to thank you so much for joining us today, Brittany. Thank Mountains you guys over. For me. Oh no, it was all pleasure. Mountains over Main Street. Definitely check them out, guys. Brittany, we'll speak soon, and uh, we'll definitely have you back again. All right. Thank you. I hope so. Thank you. Okay, so that brings us to this week's Disney Topic Talk. And uh, today we're going to be discussing Halloween at Walt Disney World and which holiday that we love spending at the parks, or if we haven't been at the parks during the holiday, which is the one that we want to attend. So let's uh, let's start around. The, let's go around the room. Let's start with Bridget. All right. So I. Most of the time that I went, it was during Christmas time. And I mean, as a New Yorker going to Florida, um, any time that's not between November and February, it would just, I think, obliterate me. It's just too hot. But um, I, I usually ended up going like around November and all the Christmas decorations are up and they're gorgeous. Uh, the last time I went, I finally got to go during Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, which was also amazing. But I think Christmas just has a special place in my heart. And um, going there with my husband, like almost every year, we try to go around Christmas time to see the decorations and see the castle all lit up. And uh, every year we've made a tradition uh, while we're down there getting another Disney Christmas ornament to add to our tree. And we also have um, on our, our tree as a tree topper, it's a star that has Santa's sleigh flying around it. Santa is Mickey and the reindeer is just Pluto. And there's like presents that are actually like vintage Disney toys in this in the Santa sleigh and he just flies around the the star that lights up and it's it's like yeah it was really nice splurge for us and then we have um the last time we went to Disney we did get um a tree skirt a Mickey and Minnie tree skirt so we have a very very Disney Christmas tree and we love like every time we go we try to go like around November because it's like it's not quite as busy yet as it is around Christmas time but it's like cool enough and like right in between the holidays but it's like just when it's starting to feel like Christmas time it's like the perfect time to go and then um yeah the Mickey's very merry Christmas party is amazing like I love going for that 
Um, my best friend lives over there, so I'll go with him, and I want to go with their with their kids. And just like Christmas time is just like pure magic, and like Christmas and Disney is just like two magical things combined. Is you know, um, it can't be beat. And like walking around Disney Springs when it's all decorated for Christmas, they have like trees everywhere and the lights and the ornaments. It's just like such like a warm and cozy feeling. Like they have like mulled cider and like going for like the frozen ride during Christmas time. I just feel like that's just it just like the best like the star on the tree oh my gosh yeah beautiful yeah like <laughs> it was like poetry emotional after um, i really want when it gets closer to christmas time i will definitely share pictures of my disney christmas tree yes like every year it just gets like more and more festive but it's like I know you guys have probably seen in the stores, but they have these ornaments that are like the Mickey heads. So it's like a really delicate like Christmas bulb with like the Mickey ears. Flying that back with us um, <laughs> with our luggage is quite the risk. And then like packing it away every year and opening it back up. I haven't broken any of them, but they're like, they're beautiful, like huge Mickey head Christmas orbs. And I just want to like fill my tree with them. Oh, yeah. The good thing now is the shipping from Disney is a lot easier than it used to be on the. Yeah. Yeah. Just ship it right home. That's what I did with so many things last time. Just yeah. Now, we did that for the, the tree skirt. Just like you do yeah. so bad on breakable. Yeah. Cool. So what about uh, Randy Lynn? What about you? Well, I've been there for Halloween and Christmas, but um, I really loved going there uh, during the Halloween time. When That was actually my first Disney trip was going there during the Halloween time. It was really great. I loved the um, not-so-scary Halloween party. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I love that they let the guests uh, wear costumes the night of the Halloween party. We all dressed up as uh, <laughs> Monsters University characters my first time. And, uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... I love it during the Halloween time and Christmas. Uh, I love it just as much as um, during Christmas time in Disney. And it was just as great as the Halloween, but I, you know, I'm so into like all the makeup and stuff and doing, you know, Disney inspired makeup. So yeah, I would say Halloween's my uh, favorite time of year to go to Disney. Yeah. That's, that's actually, I forgot before we were talking about them doing the, doing, bringing the costumes where people could wear costumes. I forgot you could still wear them at the not so scary Halloween party. You could wear stuff, you know, just not during the day. And they used to have the trick or treat. I guess they're not going to, well, they're not going to do the parties at all, but, but I wonder if they're going to still maybe do the trick or treating or something because they would do, used to always do the trick or treating at the at the parties. It's a shame that, you know, it's going to be so different this year. You know, it's it's definitely not the year to to try, I think, the seasonal stuff at the parks because you're not, it's not going to be the same as it would have last year and what it'll be you know, hopefully next year. But you know, um, Disney, it's still going to be just an amazing time because oh, members do their best to make sure that you have an amazing time while you're there. So. Oh, I agree. Disney, Disney does everything first rate. My only thing is I'm sure it's not going to be for people that were there last year. It's not going to be what, you know, this year is obviously not going to be the same event as last year. It's going to be different. So I think if you didn't know any better, you'd still have a great time. I think if you're looking for those same parts of the, of, of, of the events that you would have had all the other years, you'd be a little let down knowing that certain things aren't going to be there this year. But even still, I'd, you know, listen, I'm not passing up a trip to Disney no matter what's going on. So I'm, I think the decorating is such top notch that even if you would go now or coming up, you're going to be able to enjoy that in a, a lot different way than you normally do with all the big Absolutely. bustle of the crowds and stuff. So I really wish, because my birthday is in December, so I do wish I could experience it this way mm-hmm. absolutely yeah just like i've never been there for actual christmas itself but like just how how are the seasons go i mean just the the decorating is like you said it's like just top notch i mean and especially in the fall and in the christmas holiday and, the, and you know it's they just do such a great job and it's like they it's almost like overnight they totally transform these parks and it's like such a you know yeah. they do tremendous work <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but um now eric i know eric hasn't been there unfortunately on a holiday yet and I know, oh, yeah, I know you're probably really looking forward to getting down there for like your first July 4th, right? Is that the holiday you're looking forward to? Never. <laughs> <laughs> what is your, give me your holiday in Disney since you're, you're, you're a blank slate. Like we've all had our own experiences for during the holiday seasons. You haven't. So you're a blank slate. What is the non Disney goer during a holiday have to say? Okay. So 
everyone's like, yeah, we know Hocus Pocus Halloween, but yeah, probably <laughs> Halloween because, you know, I've done Salem, um, I've done New Orleans, uh, Disney for Halloween, especially since I love the villains and Hocus Pocus. I feel like that would just be a magical time. I like Bridget's answer a lot, though, because to me, since we are New Yorkers, I feel like Christmas wouldn't be right in warm weather. Like, I, even though we don't really get white Christmases in New York, and it's like, sometimes it's not so cold, it just wouldn't feel right to celebrate Christmas, no matter, not just Florida, no matter where I am with warm weather. So I, I wouldn't want to do Christmas per se in Disney, like actual celebrating the holiday. But I do like Brit, uh, Bridget's answer, how like November when it's kind of cold and you still get the Christmas feel, that's like the perfect time too. So now I would have to say it's still Halloween, but Bridget, you really sold me on wanting to go, <laughs> you know, so... Also, I love Christmas, just like Bridget. I have um, like a whole Disney ornament theme, like all the sketchbook ornaments I have on my Christmas tree. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, stuff from the parks I would love to get. But, you know, mainly I would love to go for Halloween and then eventually next time would be around the holidays. Um, And just for everything that everyone knows with Halloween and Disney, you know, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, Mm -hmm. Um, dressing up I love to do. So just that whole feeling I would just love to experience, especially just to see the Disney villains. I, I love them. So that would be my first choice to celebrate a holiday in Disney. I really am just, it's like an obsession. Like I started this this week as with school because I'm a teacher and I'm with the second graders and I'm like, yeah, um, some of my favorite things are the fall, Halloween and Disney villains. And they're like looking at me like scared because they don't know me like thinking, I'm like, yeah, I really love Cruella when she has the craziness in her eyes and she's driving and they're probably like, who is this teacher crazy person? Psycho! What did yeah. I get from a teacher? Yeah, I but I, re- I really just I love the Disney villains. I and there, I've have gone into Disney stores so many times saying, "Why don't you have any merchandise of Disney villains? Why is it all princesses? Yeah. Why don't?" And it's just yeah. so underrated, and you can't really find like a whole bunch of stuff of Disney villains. They did have um, so they have like the the limited edition Dooney and Burke bags in Disney, like yeah. all the di- different Disney themes, and that they, they had a villains one. Yeah, and I thought that's something that is my beef that I have about it is kind of what you're saying about the villains. All the Halloween stuff tends to be so kitty, which is great. Yeah, but there's not the other side of it that could easily be easily appeal to the adults a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's a great bunch of characters that just aren't used. Yeah, remember the cauldron Mm -hmm. store in Hollywood Studios? There was a cauldrons yeah. you know they took that out i just i don't get it i don't get it yeah i i, I don't understand it either because i mean there's such iconic villains that you would think that they would pay a little more homage to them i know and we know what we, we discussed on the early, previous episodes about them maybe doing uh forbidden kingdom where they were going to actually have a park based on just the villains that would have been so cool if i remember correctly, so castle cool. was going to be um uh, maleficent's castle yeah. and and that would have been something really cool and, and i remember dan you brought up what with the villains night they do the villains night and that's pretty cool but it, it would be really just really cool if they did if they if they gave us like a ride themed by a villain yeah. Yeah. Like, they have all the stories but give us like you know something like a dark ride that's themed you know that has like you know like and you said it's more of like kiddish and sillyish but sometimes like which is okay if you want to if you want to watch like we all love hocus pocus but sometimes you want to watch like the conjuring you know what i'm saying sometimes you want something really you know oh, yeah. you want to kick it up a notch and <laughs> And be and give something to be scared. Of. And I get why they don't. They gotta appeal to the children. I get it. But you like you wish they would maybe do something where they could say you know have it like you know Disney villains after dark where it's like yeah that's what we eighteen and older. Great. Yeah, yeah, eighteen and older. I would definitely dress up as Maleficent. I would love to make her horns. Oh I've actually dressed up as Maleficent. I've done Hades, Jafar. This past year, I was. Oh my Jafar. god, that's so great. Yeah. Love it's it. just that you know it's extended to a pretty long time now there's definitely room for a different version of villain mm-hmm. nights 
Yeah. You know? And and do it a little bit more frequently too. Like I don't I think they just yeah. there's time for them to always kinda like change things up a little bit. And you know the funny thing is too is they use they could really still if they really wanted to really still build another park and I think it would be a huge success. I mean they I think they only use like a third of their land in Florida right now. So like there's room for another park, you know, like of all the land they have and, and all the land that you are able to travel on and see, it's only like a third of the land they have that they own to build on. So there's definitely room for more parks. <laughs> so I gotta imagine if they were to build a villain park. It it would almost be it, like it would be a totally different vibe. I would see it being more thrill ride-ish, you know, compared to the rest of it, which I know Disney's not that's not their thing. It's not thrill rides, it's more about experiences and, and stuff. But I really think that it would be a huge, huge success. Yeah. I mean, there's you know, the six of us here saying it, that we think it would be a huge success. I'm sure that we're not um, the only ones. Yeah, I'd love that. I, I think that would be great. Uh, as long as, as as they keep Zach Efron the hell away from <laughs> oh me, it's gonna be fun. You know, since you've been like speaking so high. Highly of him, I've been recommending his show on energy conservation to my family. You know, since you're such a big Zac Efron fan, I just think everyone should watch his show. The show is great. I love that show. It's great. That yeah. <laughs> no, it is great. I just wish it they had another host for it because he's a drag. Oh <laughs> All right, Dan and Stephanie. I know you guys are big time Halloween and Christmas fanatics. Yeah, we're like, little, like I said earlier, a little bit country, a little bit of rock and roll. We're the little bit Halloween, a lot of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> She's always been, I, I like it too, but there's just something about Christmas for me that's never going to change. So, however, one thing we didn't mention when we were talking about bucket lists on a different episode is, even though it's so busy, I would love to do the crossover Halloween yeah. to Christmas day, yep. day. And yep. I would love to do that. Absolutely. Because that's got to be a trip walking in the next day after you've been there for Halloween and it's now Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's like the Twilight Zone. Nightmare for Christmas. Yeah. I love, you know, we were talking about the parties and stuff. I, I like the Christmas party. I do feel like the parties could be cooler. I feel like they don't really think about it enough. Like the one of the cool things about the Christmas party is meeting the seven dwarves, which you can't do normally. And it's kind of Christmas themed. They need to do more things like that. That's not just a parade. Mm -hmm. You know, it's or cookies. I yeah, they're great, but I want another aspect of something I can only do when I go to that party and it is pretty expensive so i think they could do a couple other things especially with characters they don't reflect that much like they were doing the country bears little dance party in the room you know just down from the country bear jamboree theater and we ran into them and they pulled us in there and we were kind of doing a dancing with before them before they were doing the hoedown you know on yeah the, uh, on, but it wasn't it's not something that's really scheduled it just kind of happens and it's like oh my god can you imagine a country bears picture op with yeah, all with, of them yeah without you know? without not being out on the street no, it doesn't have to be country bears of course but oh, right but i just think they could make it a little cooler adding some different things that is why we go to that party is for the dwarves and for and they for really us. don't oh scrooge thank you scrooge uncle scrooge yes but like the halloween when we were talking they don't really have any cool villains out of the ordinary that you can meet can you imagine how cool that would be to cruella one of my the favorites just get shafted i i personally am still upset that they took snow white's scary adventures out well first i was upset that they nicey niced it up and didn't right. make it scary i'm still upset about that because i rode that ride the original ride in the 70s y'all that's how old i am and that thing was scary and i loved every second of it they shouldn't have done that they should have kept that Is stuff both? In the 50s was freaky when, that was some freaky when stuff. we were at <laughs> disney so when did they take that out well, so they it, they cleaned it up. They made it all not so scary, you know. Um, oh, I think in the eighties or ninety. Maybe maybe it was the nineties. Mine train's great. I love mine train, but give me more than just a little two second hag at the end, and you gotta yeah. hope that the ride breaks it's a cool down ride, for a though. second to get a picture of her. Like I mentioned before, <laughs> she was saying, "I don't even know if I want to go on Snow White. I miss the old one." And she's like huge on Snow White. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you gotta be kidding me! We're going on mine train." And before it started, before we left, she's crying. Bawling. Because oh she God. loves it so much. I'm like, oh, I didn't want to go. But that's part of the reason <laughs> why we go to Disneyland is to see Snow White. It's ride. Yeah. Because it's still represented. I just, I get really bummed that they're not represented. 
Is it the same as the old version of Snow White in Disneyland? Well, it's a little no. different. It's it's tamed nicer. Down. Yeah, it's tamed. Down. When we were there the last time, this is quite a while ago. She's like, I gotta go to the bathroom quick, and I'm like, Well, I'm gonna jump on Peter Pan. There's no way. And it took her. She never came back, and so I went <laughs> looking for her, and she's just standing there looking at the queen in the window. And I go, the Why did you opens the drapes yeah. and is looking at you? I'm yeah. like, Why didn't you tell me? You're that was over. the most beautiful thing I had ever seen. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what too though they could have kept you know they got rid of the one snow right snow white ride so they could build i guess the mine train or maybe they just didn't want to overdo it with snow white but why not keep both i mean they're two different rides that's what I- Right. I'm you not know. as mad about this as you are because I think mm. Mine Train has done really was, well. Oh, absolutely. and they throw in. Oh, it's great. Go back to the old ride. The I think it's cool. Yeah. I think it's great. I just felt like it was the other one is you know why not keep the other one too? And it's like the same thing like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is another one oh, that was kind of cool. I was just too. gonna say that I'm still not over that. You know, I to me I haven't been on that ride. Obviously, the ride's been gone for forever, but right. like it left at a point where I don't even really remember it. Like, I don't really, I remember loving it. I remember it had like, it was so creepy as a little kid. Yeah. But um, I just wish it was still, uh, still like, you know, representing the park. And I don't know, there was no reason. It was one of the, one of those original rides. And there's no reason to have, have gotten rid of it. Actually, you know, I had a quick question because I know you guys go, you obviously said you go around for Christmas. Did you guys have, have you guys ever done the Candlelight Processional? Yes. Yeah. How cool is that? It was really well done. Way cooler than I thought it was going to be. Me too. I'm more serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? it's yeah. I thought it was going to be kind of like, like you said, serious. It's it's almost like a like a change of pace in the park, but it yeah. was definitely w- way more well done than I thought it would be. I thought it would be kind of corny and stuff. It was actually really really good. Yeah, I felt um, pretty emotional. Yeah, it was one of the things that we felt really grateful that we decided mm-hmm. to do. I have chills just thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, it. Yeah. They get they get a lot of good names. Neil Patrick Harris has done it. Yeah. Oh, a bunch of other such people. a big yeah. fan of him. And it's it's really cool. Bridge, I I don't know if you guys have ever been there for that. It's really it's worth it's definitely worth going to at least um, once. Sure. I, I've seen pictures of it and it looks amazing. Do you guys remember like the uh, the Osborne like spectacular? Remember that the thing that oh they said? Oh my said? gosh! I never got to see it. Yeah. Why? They, they don't I, do it anymore. I went for the last year. <sighs> I saw the very last one. And, uh, uh, I was so bad I could see that. I, if anything they bring back, I really feel a lot of people want that back. I do too. Even yeah. in a short amount of time. Yeah, I, I have a yeah, that feeling that, that awesome. it's something that they will bring back because I feel like the response of why did you get rid of it in the first place is so huge. Yeah. You yeah, know, like it, and unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't really kind of know the extent of it until after it was gone. That's the yeah. worst when you figure that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was saying that's why with some of the stuff you got it when you have a chance to go do it, just go do it because you never know they might make a change yeah. and, and it won't be there. You know, like uh, I mean, not that this is a holiday thing, but like I used to love Illuminations at Epcot, and now to think that it'll never be back again. Like, thank God I've seen it a million times, but it's one of those things that if I would have only saw it once, I would have been so depressed that I don't get to see it once and then never again because they get rid of that. But and the same thing, like that's why I say to Bridget, if you haven't done the, if you like going around the holidays and you haven't done the candlelight processional, you definitely gotta definitely check it out. It's a different vibe than the rest of Disney for most of the, you know, for the rest of the year. But it's just something that if you're a Disney fan and you're a Christmas fan, you should definitely try it at least once. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. I, yeah, it's a perfect word for it. It's just a beautiful, again, it's it, the Mickey um, not so scary is like silly and fun. I feel like the procession, like you said, it's just a more of a serious, serious, somber kind of a, a vibe, but it's, it's weird, really just beautifully isn't it? done. Isn't it weird mm-hmm. how kind of isolated you are during that? And mm-hmm. it's not like a lot of outside, outside noise or anything. It's just really like engulfing. Like yeah. it's really it's powerful. Weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely, it's, it's definitely really, and it's such, like I said, it's, it's something that it's so different from everything else that they do the rest of the year. So, yep. and with me, I've been there for a bunch of different holidays, 4th of July, Easter, Halloween, never Christmas, but Christmas, the season. So I got to see the decorations and stuff. I always felt they've always, to me personally, I've always felt that the best holiday they've ever done was was Halloween. And maybe it's just because I, I appreciate that that vibe. Fall has always been my favorite season, um, especially in the Northeast. I think maybe partly too with with Eric says about feeling like Christmas needs to be in at least a cool climate, if not you know a cold climate, which Dan and Stephanie get that being in Minnesota, that it is, you don't really have any warm Christmases, I'm sure. So 
but the way they do Halloween to me between the, the not so scary Halloween party and with the trick or treating and stuff. And then just the different events they have that go on at the, in the evenings. To me, that's always been the one that I always felt like that. I always want to make a, um, an attempt to get to every year for that, for that season, whether it be on Halloween, the day itself, or at least during the season, I try to, we've, I've been to there on the Halloween itself a few times, but I'm always there at least usually that season. And because they also, there's a lot of other things that go on that season. You got the food and wine festival in Epcot, a few other things like that, that I, to miss it would be like, if I miss the fall in Disney one year, I feel like that year shouldn't have, you know, have happened. So it's, it's a bummer it's, that the holidays have to be so close together. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it makes you choose. Yeah. Like it almost makes you say, yeah. okay, well, I can either do Christmas or I can do Halloween. Which one do I do? Because you're right. It's like, it's right back to back. You know, if one was like in say April and the other one was like in November, it's easier to kind of plan for, you know? Yeah. You know, I've been there in Easter time before. They don't really do anything for Easter. It's pretty much just another spring day. Although the park is insanely packed on Easter Sunday. It was, I don't think I've ever been to the park when more packed on one in a specific day than on Easter Sunday. It really? was insane to the point where we actually had to, to leave, like it was, it was that bad. Like they, they didn't even have the vendors out with the kiosks and the carts for like, if you want to get like a Disney snack, they didn't even have them out. They basically put everybody away because the streets oh. with that pack trying to walk through. So we ended up like leaving. It was definitely not the greatest experience just because it was so packed. The fireworks show. I'm in Disney where we felt concerned. We came out of, I think it was during Christmas time. We came out of uh, Haunted Mansion and then we did the walk around Northern Square and it was like you said, so packed that suddenly you just felt like, whoa, something, I've this is not here. good, you know? Yeah, see, that's, and that's like when we went, that, that remember we, there was rumors on the the on one of the buses we were taking to Magic Kingdom because uh, we were staying at the boardwalk and they were saying how like they might be reaching capacity. We might not even be able to get in. And we're like, wow, how do we know? <gasps> So we were like having a little bit of a panic attack on the way in. And then we got in, but like I said, you, there was no vendors. Like, you know, if you want to get a drink, there's vendors like every 20 feet, there's someone that you get a drink or a Mickey bar from. Right. Nobody was out. Like they had it because the roads were that, like the pathways were that filled. And um, I remember just thinking, I just want to get a drink. I'm dying, I'm dying of thirst. I just want a drink. And like all the stores had lines out the doors or like all, all the, yeah. the, the the quick service places. And there was no vendors. So you really had nowhere to go. So we ended up leaving like midday and just going back, hang out by the pool for a little bit. And then going, I think we ended up going back that evening. So yeah, Easter was definitely really packed and they don't really do the same thing with any there's really no de- decorative kind of thing for it other than just kind of some spring stuff yeah there's some egg hunt type. yeah 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 um and then they, the fourth of july they do a great job with the fireworks show and again like i've been there during the christmas season just never have gotten to be there for christmas day i think that might become one of my bucket lists maybe try it for christmas like being there during the actual week of christmas into new year's and just see what new year's is like there too i've never been there for new year's eve that would be kind of cool i'm yeah. sure the parks are insanely packed one of the worst days. Sure. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So like, it's one of those days where maybe you just make it a Disney Springs day not, and then actually yeah. hit the park. Yeah, I haven't, been, you know? I haven't been there like on a holiday. Been there close okay. to a holiday, but like on the actual day of, especially Christmas, like my birthday's also in December. So like, I don't usually want to be like traveling during then. But I, I would love to see it like on Christmas day. Yes, yeah, I've, yeah, I've never seen a Christmas day. I've seen it Halloween day. I've seen it, like I said, Easter. I've seen it Fourth of July. I've seen a couple other things like that. Like Thanksgiving, I've been there for that. Um, it's, another, it's another very packed day. But but Halloween to me is always, I always feel like they just do Halloween right, man. Like it's just, everything is just so, just really cool. And again, it is almost like a silly version of Halloween. It's not the spook. If you want, like I said, it's if, if you want Hocus Pocus, it's the perfect place for you. If you want The Conjuring, you know, maybe go to Universal for the day or something. It's, it's, yeah, cause it's not that. And again, sometimes we want that because I know I like that stuff. So, but just as far as if you just want like a laid back, just that full, dis, like full Disney Halloween feeling, it's just really fun. What would you guys say for Eric? You haven't been there yet. Has, has anybody sold you on another? the holiday or you still want to go on Halloween? Halloween, but like I said before, Bridget definitely made her timing a top contender for Christmas. I agree, you know, what you said too about being there on actual Christmas. I don't necessarily need to be there on that day. I I, I think it's kind of hard to pull yourself away from family, you know, during that time. And I I do like, because my birthday is on the 15th and that's usually kind of the last day of our trip. So we come back, we get the snow and we get that feeling Mm -hmm. and we get family and so we I think it'd be weird for me to not be with family on Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When I had like the Christmas experience, it was like a month before Christmas. So it was still quiet, yeah. but it was decked out. It was gorgeous. And, um, you know, it, it didn't have like the, the very Merry Christmas party, but you had like everything else. It was just, you know, all the decorations and just the festivities. And it just had that, you know, that, that Christmas vibe. So, and it was cool. It's a cool enough time in Florida that you still need a sweater at night. You're not going to be yeah. in a pool outside at 
night. Like it's definitely cool enough. Anyone who's in New York knows the last couple of winters haven't exactly been cool and snowy anyway. Yeah, we'll ship some to you. Don't worry about it. (laughs) So, well, guys, that's going to do it this week. There was a pretty informative holiday edition, even though it's not the holidays yet, but just to get people ready for this new season coming up with the fall. And so, uh, but again, that'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, Let's go over the trivia question one more time. This week's trivia question was on last Wednesday's episode of the Disney Top 5, which aired on September 2nd, uh, Angelique gave her top five Walt Disney World snacks. What was her number two snack? Okay, so you're going to want to send us the answer and we will announce the winner on next week's episode on September 14th. So good luck, guys. And also, we'd like to thank again our sponsor for the day, Mountains on Main Street. So make sure you check them out on their Instagram, Mountains Over Main Street. And also check them out on Etsy at etsy.com slash shop slash Mountains Over Main Street. And Mountains is spelled M-T ns over main street so check them out all right so with that let's uh let's say goodbye to everybody we'll see you later eric bye everyone thanks for listening randy lynn i'll check you later bye guys see you next time dan and stephanie bye see you have a rip-roaring day (laughs) (laughs) and bridget see you later bye now uh don't forget you can check out my anime cancel company which is also on Etsy at etsy.com slash shop slash Starlight Candles LLC. And for all you loyal listeners, you can use coupon code Disney and you can get 15% off your first order. Thank you for the shameless plug, Bridget. (laughs) No, her candles are amazing. They really are. So with that, I want to say thank you everybody for listening this week. Have a great today. I bet it's tomorrow and we'll see you next week, guys. 